Have they squeezed all the juice out of the peach? Good morning. I'm Rockwood 07's Prospector. The popular Peach Music Festival is taking a pause and won't return to Montage Mountain this year. So now, Montage's concert calendar is looking emptier than my social life did during quarantine. Organizers instead planning a one-day Peach at the Beach event in Atlantic City, which will take place July 13th at the Island Water Park at Showboat Resort. The future of the festival beyond 2024 wasn't immediately clear. You know, like my attempts to build IKEA furniture. Confusing and probably missing a couple essential pieces. What's next? The Woodstock Festival relocating to a retirement home in Florida? All of this, of course, is a huge loss to Northeast PA's economy with all the money the multi-day festival brings in each year. Jacob's a big blow. It's like Live Nation said, let's throw a curveball at Northeast PA's economy and see how they can handle it. Good luck, Lackawanna County. You're going to need it more than I need a strong cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, they said, adios, Montage. We're catching a wave in Jersey. So that leaves another hole in the already sparse concert calendar for Montage Mountain. Their concert calendar is looking emptier than a coffee shop with no Wi-Fi. Emptier than a fridge and a house full of teenagers. It's like sparse, like Antarctica or a Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins game on a weeknight. The pavilion at Montage Mountain has hosted the multi-day Peach Festival, founded by the Allman Brothers Band in 2012, every year for the annual event. The COVID-19 pandemic canceled it in 2020, but other than that, it's been there. The festival is produced by Live Nation, the entertainment conglomerate and concert promoter that runs the pavilion at Montage Mountain for the Lackawanna County Performing Arts Center Authority. Who knows if it's ever coming back? You've seen at least the ads for these. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. I kind of alluded to this earlier in the week, a lot of spinoff shows, and that there's a Chicago show literally all night long on one night of the week at Chicago PD and Chicago Mad and Chicago whatever. I guess they ain't done. Viewers love shows like Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Hope, and Chicago Justice. So now, get ready for more, because coming soon, Chicago CSI, Chicago Police Dogs, Chicago DMV, Chicago Waste Disposal, Chicago Style Pizza, It's Old Deep Dish, Chicago Airport, All flights are canceled, Chicago Library Unit, Chicago Dry Cleaning, and Chicago Oil Change. Pull it in! Because for some reason, Chicago, people love shows, Chicago, with Chicago in the title. You hate to hear this, especially about a rock icon. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Forwarder guitarist Mick Jones says he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and is unable to perform with the band. There will be no jokes here, no silly comments littered in the story. Sorry, this one hits home for me. Over the past few years, Jones, the only original member still in the band, has been playing less and less with the band Foreigner, and now we know why. Parkinson's disease is definitely the kind of disease that will mess with your ability to play the guitar. I mean, you may not know this, but my mom suffered from Parkinson's disease for decades. It's horrible. It robbed a fiercely independent woman of her ability to perform the simplest tasks. I'm sure you know some of the physical symptoms, the dyskinesia, the tremors. You've seen it with Michael J. Fox on TV over the years. So I'm sure you can imagine how it would rob a guitarist of his or her ability to play the instrument. Jones opened up about the situation on social media post on Wednesday, revealing he was diagnosed a number of years ago. And that's the part that scares me for Mick Jones. Because the longer you live with Parkinson's, the more it robs from you. Not just physically. Walking, talking, driving, eating, really any of the everyday tasks become increasingly difficult. But it also messes with your mind. Many folks who get Parkinson's get it later in life and they don't live long enough to suffer a lot of the mental aspects of the disease. But the longer you live with Parkinson's, the more likely it will affect your mind. 
Before my mom passed from Parkinson's, she was missing parts of her memory, hallucinating, exhibiting signs of dementia, and it was horrible to witness. As it stands now, Mick Jones says he's still very much involved with Foreigner, which is currently on its farewell tour. He wrote, the important thing is to persevere with the loving support of my family and remind myself of the wonderful career I've had in music. Now, Foreigner has been eligible for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a while now, and some rockers are pushing for it. Josh Holm from Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Foo Fighter Dave Grohl, actor-comedian Jack Black, Red Hot Chili Pepper drummer Chad Smith all appear in a video made by producer Mark Ronson, basically imploring the hall to induct Foreigner. You're as cold as ice. You want to know what love is? Love is putting Foreigner in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've loved Foreigner since I got their debut record. Foreigner should absolutely be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Can't believe they're not in already. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Mark Ronson, uh, who produced the video, he's a super producer and stepson of Foreigner founder Mick Jones. Foreigner is nominated this year. Uh, The Hall needs to step up and do the right thing here. It's time for another Prospector prank call. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. And today we're calling a uh, big equipment rental company to see if I can get them to rent me uh, some equipment to use on my new reality uh, YouTube game show, you know, like a jackass ripoff. So it's time for another Prospector prank call. Hey, this is Miguel. Yeah. Hi, Miguel. Um, this is Rick. Uh, I wanted uh, to know, do you guys rent like big tractors and stuff like that, right? Well, we do offer heavy equipment rentals. How can I help you? Right. I want to get one of those big tractors that has like a big scooper on the front. It's got the big arm and it like scoops up and you, you push the lever and it reaches out and it pulls dirt towards you. You know what one is? The big scooper one? Are you talking about an excavator? Is that what it's called? I, I don't know. I just like the big scoop tractor, like the dig ditches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. What kind of job are you trying to do? Well, what I'm trying to do is uh, I saw on YouTube once these guys that were using one of these extra, uh, what do you call it, an excavator? Excavator? Excavator, yeah, right. I'm looking to get one of those. My friends and I, we want to start a new reality show uh, called Crazy Boys. And I saw some guys spinning around and they had guys inside the scooper and I thought it would be funny for us to do like one of those things where he hooks some people up to uh, the scooper and we just spin it around. I thought it'd be a lot of fun. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to need one probably about three or four days and I'd probably well, need the biggest well, one. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that, man. Why is that? Because this is heavy equipment. You, one of you guys can get hurt. Well, yeah, you've got to be careful, obviously. But, you know, it is crazy, boys. So you got to be kind of crazy, too. You yeah, know what I mean? Have you ever used one of these excavators no, before? No, I haven't. Yeah, see, you need some type of training as well. and maybe a uh, What kind of training? Come on, wait, wait wait a minute. What kind of training do you need? I see the guys in there. They're just working the knobs back and forth. How hard yeah, can it be? you need operator licenses, man. I don't An operator license? What are you talking about? Yeah, no, man. I mean, that sounds... Yeah, uh, okay, so how did the other YouTubers make these videos with those things, right? Those guys don't look like they got operator licenses. Look, you get in, you push forward, goes down. Backward, goes up. Am I right? Yeah, it's a little more complex than that. How, how is it complex? Side to side moves you round and round, forward and back forward. Uh, it seems obvious to me. Yeah, no, but I just can't. I can't do that, man. Well, look, how do you guys expect me to do my show if you're not going to help me out here? Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. I can't. Oh, put okay, that look, give me one good reason why you can't. So far, you've come up with it's hard to do, which we've established it's not hard to do. Second, I, I need a license. 
You don't need a license if you're just in a field on private property. It's not like I'm on the road. You're going to get hurt. And you're I'm not going to get hurt. I'm going to be the driver. I'm like I'm like the least likely to get <laughs> no, hurt. We can't do that, man. Is, is that funny? It's hilarious, but we can't Yeah, it's do a that. big joke, right? So you're not going to rent me an Escalade? It's an excavator, and it's fairly complicated. Right, yeah, so it's an escalator. How hard it is it to drive an escalator? I mean, it's not hard at all. It's an excavator. Vader, not an escalator. Right, so you're going to not give me the escalator? escalator? and No, I'm not. I'm sorry. Oh, so what could you rent to me? Uh, probably nothing. Well, how about like a, a bulldozer? I know what that is. You can just push stuff around. That could be yeah, funny, right? I'm not going to I can't rent that to you, man. You need to bring Come it on, man. Look, don't be, don't be a baby. Let's do this. No. I'm a crazy boy. Come on. Let's do it. I'll even get you on the show. What name do you want to go by on the show? <laughs> no, man, I can't do that, man. All right, well, look, so far I'm going to call you a <laughs> bummer because you're being a bummer. <laughs> not funny. No, man, it's not funny, all right? How about this? How about we just call you a prosy? No, what's that? It's a prank call uh, we're doing on you right now. You're on the radio. Oh, You're on Rock 107, come Miguel. Come on, man. Oh, man, you, know, you have me sweating bullets over here, man. You're sweating bullets? Why? You don't want to be in Crazy Boys? Come on, man. No, man, are you kidding me? Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs. On Rock 107. Scientists have determined that the maximum human lifespan is around 115 years, or roughly two Martin Scorsese movies. Three men are on trial for attempting to sell handwritten lyrics from the Eagles Hotel, California. If convicted, they'll be able to check out of prison anytime they like, but they can never leave. Brad Pitt moved in with his girlfriend, but we won't know if things are truly serious until he leaves her for Angelina Jolie. It's 60 Minutes meets Gone in 60 Seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. There was a story last month about a chain of convenience stores in Kentucky that added disco balls and lights to the bathrooms, so they're like mini dance clubs. Well, now a couple just got married to one, and after exchanging vows, they hit the button that turned on the lights for their first dance. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107, Prospector here. If you toss foods by the sell-by date, you're stupid. Sell-by and expiration labels on foods may contribute to food waste by misleading consumers to throw away perfectly good food. I'm married to one of those people. My wife, Tara, will toss something out if it's anywhere close to the sell-by date. And those labels don't mean what you think. Foods don't expire. They're not unsafe to eat after the date. Oh, they instantly turn into poison. No. Companies just want us to get their food at the freshest so they look the best. But those dates actually make people throw food away quicker because cautious consumers are freaking out about it. My wife is a big tosser. I've tried pleading that sell-by dates don't mean to toss, but to no avail. So let's see if this convinces her we're going to get her on the phone here. Talk to her about this stuff, see what she thinks. See if I can convince her to not throw things away immediately. Hello. Hey, good morning, Tara. How are you? Good. Let's talk about food and sell-by dates. Um, would you describe yourself as lackadaisical with sell-by dates or very, very, very rigid with sell-by dates? Very, very, very rigid. Now, why is that? I don't know. I just don't want to get sick from anything. So you think that's what's going to happen if you eat something that's like a day or two past the sell-by date? I don't know. I just <laughs> won't eat it. <laughs> so you're just not taking any chances with this, right? 
No, not at all. What if I told you that sell-bys and expirations are put there by the people who make the food and not by any kind of government agency? Does that change things? No. Really? Why not? Because it's there, and I'm going to pay attention to it. So you're basically, you're just scared to death of getting sick if, if you have a piece of bread that's past a sell-by date, right? Right. How about milk? Oh, never. But see, the milk, you can smell it. You'll smell it. You go, and then you'll know oh. if it's good or not. Nope, never. <laughs> I bring this up because two of the most influential groups in the food industry are asking companies to change those sell-by labels because too many people toss away food. Can we stop throwing away freaking milk and bread every week? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much money we're wasting? Uh, I don't care. All right, then here, I have a new plan. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Everything we throw away, I'm going to measure it. And now whatever percentage is left, you're going to pay me that percentage before we throw it away. No. What do you mean, no? I don't think so. <laughs> if there's half a carton of milk left, you're paying me half the price of that before we chuck it. Same thing with a loaf uh, of bread. Uh, no, I'm not. we got to save money somewhere here, kid. It's a tough economy. Oh, well. Uh, so I haven't convinced you at all. Nope. All right, tosser. Uh, I guess we're going to continue to throw food away. Yes, we are. We're the worst. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. A 33-year-old man in Canada has been convicted of sexual assault. It's a very serious crime, but the details in this case are quite ridiculous. The guy had a grand scheme, and it was this. He'd meet people online, men. He'd pretend to be a woman named Angela. Then he'd invite them to his home for anonymous fun, but there were rules. There was no talking. The men wouldn't see him, and instead they'd uh, interact through a hole in a sheet was hanging in a doorway. Now, the perp did this twice that we know of. He was caught when the second victim simply pulled the sheet down and saw him on the other side wearing a black wig. I don't know why he had the wig on if they wouldn't see him, but... You know, maybe it was for the sheep being translucent. Also, I guess this means the first victim didn't catch on. The man has been sentenced to more than two years in prison. Nominee number two. I mean, he knew she would need the item, but he would have been better off finding a different buyer. A guy tried to sell a stolen power inverter back to its rightful owner. The owner recognized the pilfered gadget and got authorities involved. John David Turnick Jr. faces felony charges after confessing to the attempted sale and possession of not just the power inverter, but also a speaker, flashlight, a hammer, all lifted from the victim's unlocked Nissan Pathfinder a few days prior. Despite initial confessions, Turnick told the magistrate he got the items from an undisclosed source. He's in jail in lieu of $25,000 bond and has a court date set for March 6th. And the winner is... The guy who stole a power inverter and other items from a woman's unlocked car, then tried to sell them back to her. You're the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, Friday morning on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.